Happy Tuesday, everyone. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And as always, I want to open the show with upcoming events that you can find in downtown Lakeland and a little beyond. We'll talk about some that are a little beyond downtown. Of course, we always want to promote the Downtown Farmers Curb Market. That is every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Kentucky Avenue. Five city blocks of amazing vendors for produce and artisans and all kinds of uh, unique food items. Uh, Just get downtown and shop your little heart out because it's a great time to spend with family and friends and just build community, uh, live music as well throughout the event. So it's a great time for all. And now that the weather uh, is... um, Sort of, I guess it's cold today. I was going to say the weather's cooperating. It was beautiful last week, and now it's back to being cold. So I'm unhappy about that. But uh, hopefully this weekend it will be beautiful, and you can come out and share the farmer's market with us. Uh, Next Friday is Friday Night Live. So if you are familiar with our partnership with the city of Lakeland, uh, we have live music in Munn Park one night a month on Fridays in February, March, and April. And so the Friday Night Live in February will be on the Friday the 23rd, and Vintage 6 is the musicians, uh, the band that's going to be playing that 6 to 9 p.m. So that is going to be lots of fun. And then the very next day at Hollis Garden is uh, Plant Palooza, which is uh, a garden show that supports Hollis Garden. And then another garden show uh, with the Lakeland Rotary Club is Spring Obsession. That's in its 21st year. Uh, Spring Obsession is celebrating on March 9th in Munn Park. And then um, Tigers are back in town. I'm sure we're going to talk about them in a little bit with my guests. And speaking of them, let's get right to the introductions. So in the studio today, we have City Manager Sean Schraus. Welcome, Sean. Thank you, Julie. Pleasure to be here. And we have Chris Ann Long and Jim Mosier. They are here to talk about uh, our topic today, which is the Central Florida Business Expo. And they are both board members of this organization, as well as entrepreneurs and uh, local business owners, which I'm sure you'll learn. Um, I think everyone knows all three of you throughout the community, but I will give you the opportunity to kind of plug yourselves. But Chris Ann and Jim, thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you very much. So we're here to talk about the Central Florida Business Expo, which does has never existed before you guys created this idea. So Chris Ann, why don't you tell us what is the Central Florida Business Expo? So I'm going to actually let Jim start because the vision that was planted in my head came okay. originally from Jim. And so he has this vision and I feel like he's the better person to Excellent. to share it with you. All yeah, right. So so am I going into like the whole history or <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we could we could be here a minute. Um, well, well, I guess so we're going to be here a minute. We so. are. Well, why don't you I know that you when I met with you and we discussed this, you kind of gave me the reason why you wanted to bring this event to this community. So kind of tell us what made you think that we needed an event like this here in Lakeland or and, and or Polk County, really. Really, yeah. The, so so the event vision was, uh, you know, we have, we have a large events that go on in Orlando. We have large events that go on in Tampa. And Orlando's kind of moving west and Tampa's <laughs> moving east and – you know, we're kind of right in the middle, so it's it's an awesome destination, I think, for us to, you know, Lakeland and proper is in a position to hold uh, events of this caliber more so than they've ever been before. And, um, you know, I'm not the, you know, kind of person that 
that likes to travel, uh, especially to Orlando. Sorry <laughs> if anybody from Orlando is listening, but, um, uh, you know, uh, but, um, you know, for, for events of this type. So anyway, so we, uh, we, you know, kind of sat down a few years ago, actually, and um, kind of crafted out if we were going to hold the event that is going to be like made into an annual event and is going to be, you know, first class to where we could potentially draw the people from Orlando and Tampa, what would that look like? And so um, we had a little distraction along the way, um, COVID-19. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe you heard of it. I don't know. Uh, but um but anyway, so, uh, you know, we started regrouping late last year uh, and said, um, you know, let's let's revive this. Let's bring it back to life and let's see where we can go with this. And, um, you know, so Chris Ann and and I and the other board members started uh, talking about how this would look. And um, Chris Ann, you know, being Chris Ann, she knows everybody in town. Um, she connected with Sean and said, hey, I think this would be a great idea for the city. And Sean said, I think so, too. So that's kind of how how it came to be where it is today. So BizBash was something that happened last year. You guys were all involved in that. And so that was kind of like a little a little nugget, a little taste of what the future could be if it could turn into something much bigger, which is what you're planning now, right? Right. I think you could call that a little bit of market research. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there is there an appetite for businesses to come together for this kind of event? And then if there if there is, then there's potential to have an appetite for an even larger scale, like Jim said, first class event. Um, and I think what I wanted to just convey here from my side of things, what, what attracted me about the idea when Jim had it and shared it with us is that I really want to elevate the collective of the, of the County, right? Like I'm a Polk County, a product of Polk County schools. I grew up here. I love where I am from. And I know that we have so much talent and almost, almost hidden talent. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be unhidden. I want to uncover all of the great things that are happening in our community and let people from central Florida and around Polk County to understand and see all of the great things that are happening here. So putting an event like this on the map and on the calendar and putting Lakeland or Polk County in general on the map is is a long-standing goal of mine. So, Sean, how did the city come alongside this event to help support it? And then what do you think is important for the city in general to have an event like this in our city? Yeah, thank you, Julie, for the question. And so, you know, kind of going back to the history of this, I had been aware for quite some time that there were discussions about the, the larger opportunity. And quite frankly, the biz bash that was just mentioned was kind of the test case for mm-hmm. me and for the city. It was very successful. A lot of great responses came out of that. And so it, it led me to think about what can the city do differently to come alongside the business community, our entrepreneurs, and, and do something different than what we traditionally do, right? Because the city provides services to, to the businesses. And that's kind of just that historical nature of, of the relationship between local government mm-hmm. and the business community. And I want to expand upon that and do something that's different a little bit outside of the box. And and that's what this is. This is now the city's opportunity to partner in a way that helps build relationships in the business community, that creates the type of network that will be healthy for the businesses and our entrepreneurs in the city. And we just see this as a a new and different way to really kind of step outside of the local government box and do something that already from the test case of the biz bash, again, was very successful. Mm -hmm. Now we just grow from that with the hope that, you know, after this first year, it will continue to grow into the future. The city having the RP Funding Center 
and the availability to, to make that available for an event like this to, to occur and then again grow was just a, a great partnership. Yeah. And so we're, we're very happy at the city of Lakeland to be a partner in this effort. Yeah, so it'll be in uh, it'll be on April twenty fourth. So we've got uh, not a whole lot of time to plan this thing, and I know that you guys are working hard every single day to get it all. I mean, you've got beautiful marketing, and you've got it all um, you've got it all planned. But now you've got to get the attendees, and so you've really got to get the word out. So that's kind of what this whole point is: is to try to talk about what it is, um, what the opportunities are at the event, the the keynote speakers that I know you're going to share when we come back after the break, and really sort of sell it to the community about why, if they're a business person, they should really really want to be involved, have a space there, and the opportunities that it's going to create uh, just as a networking opportunity and learning opportunity for those of us in our community and beyond. Because as you said, really, between Tampa and Orlando, we're perfectly seated to kind of draw from both markets. So I'm really excited about that. So when we come back, we will get into the nitty gritty about who your keynote speakers are. I know you got some great things lined up and then kind of like what what folks can expect. What are they, what is a a business expo? Because a lot of people are probably like, I don't even know what that is. (laughs) So let us uh, take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Chris Ann, Sean and Jim about Central Florida Business Expo. So stick with us. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and we are talking about the Central Florida Business Expo that is going to be at the RP Funding Center on April 24th of 2012. Wow. Wow. Wait. Want to pull that back? 2024. (laughs) If you take away 12 years, it's 2012. I mean, that makes sense in my brain. Don't ask me how. 2024. Oh, my gosh. Time flies. So, yeah, Central Florida Business Expo. We're very excited to have this as a brand new event. And as we were saying on the break, uh, this is not a repeat of the Biz Bash. And so, Chrisanne, explain to us the distinction between those two. Well, the Biz Bash was really just business owners and the resource partners um, coming together. So really a networking event with an added um, feature with the, the with the resource partners. And when for those of you that were not familiar with the Biz Bash, um, the resource partners were all of the organizations that serve entrepreneurs in the community in any capacity. So those were chambers. We had the Mulberry Chamber, the Lakeland Chamber. We had the SBDC, SCORE. We had Catapult. We had Cohatch. I mean, there's several that I'm missing um, and I'm not intending to. It's just you know realizing that there are a lot of resource right. partners serving entrepreneurs. And right. we really wanted the entrepreneurs to start to understand, hey, if you didn't know that there's more than just whatever it is that you know about in the in the community, let's get to know the others. And so now with the interest and the excitement and the energy that we had after the Biz Bash, um, the two ideas of of an expo, a trade show kind of experience tying tying that together with uh, the Biz Bash, kind of was formulated. Mm -hmm. And I don't have experience in trade shows. You know, I have experience in networking. I have experiences in putting together events. And so I don't have, I don't walk into this with that, like, hey, I can pull this thing off, (laughs) which is why when when Jim came to us and said, hey, this is really my area of expertise, Mm -hmm. um, the collaboration was obvious. So I'd love for Jim to tell a little bit about his experience and why He's bring what he's bringing to the table, but what the vision really is about when it comes to what this expo is going to look like. 
Sure. I'll, um, I'll, so I'll share the Cliff Notes version. Um, <laughs> um, but basically, a couple of years ago, um, about the same time COVID happened, um, you know, my business did a shift and I stopped focusing necessarily on doing business in Lakeland. I niched down to a particular industry. And uh, as part of the marketing strategy for my business, I now attend trade shows all over the country. So I've had some great experiences. I've seen some great shows and I've seen some not so great shows. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the motivations, I guess, as we were talking about off the air is when I did go to a show over in Orlando at one point and I I was really kind of underwhelmed. I mean, everybody that was up on stage speaking was selling you something. Everybody that, um, you know, was there. I mean, I I actually even asked for exhibitor information and they're like, yeah, do you want to lead a session? And do you want to do this? It all costs this. It all costs that. And, and so I, I was telling Chris Ann that I I just, I just wanted a different experience. Mm -hmm. Like one of the, um, one of the features that we're going to have at this show is breakout sessions, educational breakout sessions. I think there we're up to 18 of them right now, and it may even double from there. Um, for the three different tracks, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point. But, um, but, but one of the strict rules that we have is you're not allowed to sell from the stage. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you pass out and then just manage to say, Hey, I'm in booth number, whatever, if you want to come by, that's great. But people don't want to attend a sales pitch. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And then we also noticed that the, you know, the people that were like the keynote speakers at these, that, that, that particular event were also the major sponsor. Um, and so it's kind of like, well, wait a minute, no, let's, let's, let's engineer something with that has keynote speakers that people actually want to see. So, um, that was, uh, another vision and that's one that, that Chrisanne actually took and ran with and, and managed to get our, our main keynote speaker in the evening. Um, Mr. Donald Miller, and I'll let her talk about how that came about. I... <laughs> well, I'll, I'll toss it back to you, Julia, yeah. if you wanted to get any clarifying questions before we dive no, into no, that No, no, no. I mean, I think knowing knowing who the keynote speakers are will get people excited and then understanding sort of the format with the breakout sessions. And then, Sean, I mean, how else? I feel like just knowing what I know about the city and, and, and people's challenges when opening a business – are, are you guys going to uh, – is the city going to have staff there to do some of these breakouts on how to, best practices on how to open a business in the city of Lakeland, maybe something like <laughs> Certainly, yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely going to have some involvement there um, at many different levels from, you know, staff that works in community and economic development to folks that are, you know, working in the CRA. And, and again, just that opportunity to be a resource, that opportunity to just network and build those relationships that will make – the types of interactions that you're referring to much easier moving forward. And if we can build that relationship with one person who then talks to another person Mm -hmm. and gives them some advice on how to best go about that, and then they talk to another person, it's just a better system. It's a better opportunity for the city to, again, come alongside and make that process as understandable and as easy as possible. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the scary, you know, evil, scary city, and it's any city because you don't know the people that are behind the counter. Right. And once you sort of break those, break down those walls of, of now I know the community development mm-hmm. person, I know the person in the permit office, uh, I think it makes it a lot easier to to be less scary for the for the rest of us who who are just um, just not knowing how to navigate all of that. 
But so, and, and Julie, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you if no. I can, but just you know that is kind of one of the unfortunate misperceptions of of local government, right? We're, we're seen as regulators, right? And and honestly, our great public servants that work here in the city of Lakeland, we want to do we have that regulatory responsibility? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of R words here, right? Reg, <laughs> regulators, you know, responsibilities, but but we want to be resources, right? And, and this is an opportunity that allows us to to be just that. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely uh, makes it less scary for everyone out there. So, so okay. So let's talk about, let's get the exciting sort of nitty gritty of, of what's uh, what's going to happen on this very special day, April 24th. So Jim dropped the name of mm-hmm. our main keynote. So Donald Miller, Donald Miller's a um, three times uh, national uh, times what do you want to say? New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> Thank okay. you. New York Times bestselling author. He's written several books um, on business, and he is somebody that has become very well respected in the business coaching or the business education side of things. And so he's coming in, and we're very, very, very excited about that. He's very excited. What's interesting, though, is there's always like little little dots that are getting connected. So when in 2021, um, I had the opportunity to well, – we were still kind of doing a lot of business on Zoom at that point in time – um, actually have Don come in and do a Zoom with 100. There was like 102 people on the Zoom, mm-hmm. and Mayor Mutz got to kind of introduce him, and, and Commissioner Music got to to say, you know, oh, I'm a fanboy. I love Donald Miller. And so it was really cool to to just feel that energy of, of everyone being excited that Donald Miller was having a Zoom with just us, just mm-hmm. our community. Um, so he's, he's, he's actually just really looking forward to coming and being able to be here in physical, physically um, as well. So... Um, in addition to him, we also have a gentleman named Ronnie Doss, who is a leadership speaker and coach and teams trainer um, in the area of, of leadership development and kind of coaching and teams. Jim knows a little bit more about him, um, so I'll toss it over to him. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, and Ronnie Doss is somebody that, um, you know, I was connected with um, externally to this whole thing as well, um, and I actually considered hiring him as, a, as sort of a coach mentor at one point. Um, and I may at some point depends. Let's see how he does at the expo because he's gonna he's gonna knock it out of the park. I know that. But uh, but as far as um, you know, his his speaking ability and his um, his leadership ability, he's uh, actually at this point in the time slot that's gonna actually kick off the expo. So he, I guess you could say he's kind of like a, co- a combination between a leadership trainer and a motivational speaker. So he's going to be a great choice for just getting everything started on the right foot, everything like that. She was just mentioning Zoom. He actually trained Zoom when they were uh, all of a sudden having to scale really fast. Mm. Um, And uh, he's worked with NASA, AT&T, you know, a lot of big corporations, um, American Express. I mean, he's he goes to a lot of their corporate training events and things like that. So um, he's a great addition. And it just just so happened that I popped off and said some, but something to somebody that knew him and they're like, well, hey, let me do this. And the mm-hmm. next thing I know, I was getting a text from Mr. Ronnie Doss saying, That's awesome. hey, <laughs> hey, you know, um, yeah, let's see what we can work out. So we did it. And we have a third as well. The third, yes. key, the third speaker. The third is his name is Kevin Jack. He's also in leadership training and leadership speaking um, has a podcast called leading hope. And he's just, an, I would say, another motivational. So I would look at the breakouts as our educational pieces and our keynotes as that, you know, come get energized, come mm-hmm. get pumped up, come Pep get rally. ready to, to yeah. get, get into the, to the meat of everything else. Excellent. So when we come back, we'll talk about the different tracks because you're going to talk about the breakout sessions, but there's, 
not all businesses are created equal, so you've got some special tracks so really people can fine-tune exactly. what they're looking for in terms of their education. And, and we all can go to this keynotes. The keynotes are for everyone. But I'm interested in hearing about the different tracks. So we're going to talk about that when we come back, so stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And we're talking about the Central Florida Business Expo, which is going to be on April 24th at the RP Funding Center. Uh, Sean Chirral, city manager, Chris Ann Long, and Jim Mosier, local business owners, entrepreneurs, and board members of the Central Florida Business Expo are in the studio to chat about it. And I know, city manager, Chirral, you have to run. You told us that in the uh, in the break. And you are a very busy man, so we're going to let you go. But I want to give you the final word because you made a, a very important comment. We were talking about keynote speakers in the last segment, and you wanted to make a point about that. So share. Well, so first of all, before I leave, and I'm, I'm sorry I have to go, but thank you, Julie, for the opportunity to talk about this and in, in this in this radio show. Um, you know, I just really hope that the comments that that the that the public has heard has really piqued their interest, and I would encourage them to take the names that they've heard here and and, and go research them because mm-hmm. it's impressive. The, yeah. the, these keynotes are not you know just some Central Florida specific. They're not even state of Florida. These are national level keynote speakers. And what we can learn from them and the motivation that can be drawn from them is going to be just fantastic. So it's very exciting. Again, the city of Lakeland is thrilled to be a partner in this at the RP Funding Center. And we just look forward to seeing everyone there on April 24th. Awesome. All right. Well, get, get busy doing city work. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for coming, Sean. Yeah, thank you for coming, Sean. So we had um, chatted about the three keynotes, and now we're going to sort of pivot to the tracks, because I think it's important for folks to know that it's not one size fits all, and you've got some very specific ways to help very specific types of uh, businesses. So, Chris Ann, you want to tell us about those? So we were carefully considering... Um, wanting to distinguish this, A, that this is not the Biz Bash, mm-hmm. and B, that it is also not a small business expo. It is right. the Central Florida Business Expo. And that was intentionally designed because we really want to create an environment that attracts those that have maybe small businesses, also those that are in nonprofit, the nonprofit professionals. I know I've, I speak to a lot of nonprofits, and running a nonprofit is a lot like running a business. And so having them have the you know, the opportunity to interact and engage and network with other businesses is going to be extremely valuable. And then the other component is the um, the sales track or the you know the corporate executives and the leaders of teams um, coming in and also being able to have the access to a lot of the content that we're going to be um, having in the breakout sessions. And it was interesting. I was talking to someone in a corporate uh, role locally. And, you know, we have, there's another, um, there's another event that happens annually that's, a, I'm a, that I'm a part of called LeaderCast. And I asked, you know, what was the, what was the attraction? What is it about LeaderCast that makes mm-hmm. you want to go to that? And the answer was not what I was expecting. It was like, there is nothing locally for us to go to as a team for this kind of content or for us to be able to have these kinds of um, conversations or, or educational components. So I was, I thought, wow, that's, mm. that's exactly what we're wanting to create. Right. And a lot of corporate teams really don't have that opportunity to just locally take a, take a few hours out of the day, come in and, you know, kind of, Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go learn some things mm-hmm. and then we're going to bring them back and, and make the team a better, a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's really why we created the three tracks. 
Um, the breakout sessions, you know, as Jim said, we, we want there to be options throughout the day for businesses and attendees to get what they need. Mm-hmm. So we're really, really looking for, um, well, we're, we're looking, we still have spots open for breakout session people, but the, the, the sessions that we're creating are very specifically designed to help um, different areas of your business and growth. So if you already are an established business, there's going to be tracks specifically for you. If you're kind of in the early stages of your business and you're learning, you know, maybe marketing strategies or even, you know, how to start your business in the city, right? Like just different things to just make sure that you're getting off on the right foot. Um, And then from a nonprofit standpoint, you know, there's just going to be a lot of things related to fundraising and how to do that well, how to get, you know, marketed, how to market your, your nonprofit. And then, like I said, really focusing kind of in the HR and the sales side of things for the corporate executives, but mostly in the leadership development side, right? Like I've heard stories of of managers getting promotions Mm -hmm. and not really knowing how to lead, how to change from being a manager to a leader. And there's a lot of different things. So you can't just become a, a leader just because you've been a good manager. Yeah, it's not just because it's a badge on your shirt. <laughs> right. The title says it all. Right. The title says. <laughs> so um, so what do you think, Jim, is going to be um, sort of like the, the, the number of breakout sessions that's kind of the sweet spot for each of these tracks. So the the timing of the event is is going to be, you know, obviously we open registration at 7 a.m. and the breakout sessions will start somewhere around 8.30. Um, but the timing of the event is going to allow us to have a roughly three breakout sessions in the morning. Um, and we are planning at this time to have one breakout session for each, specifically designed for each track. So there will be one for the small businesses and entrepreneurs. There'll be one for the corporate executives and leaders, and there'll be one for the nonprofits all going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so there'll be three of those in the morning, and I believe there will be three of them in the afternoon. And we have talked about if we, you know, uh, the problem, I guess, and I'm just going to say this on the air, the problem with uh, me and Chris Ann is we start getting together and talking about things and we get like diarrhea of the brain. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so Speak for yourself. Yeah. There, could be, there could be so many different I- ideas that we float around and, and, and put on the, you know, kind of the idea board or the, you know, the vision board for this thing that, um, you know, there may come a time where we need to have uh, more than three breakouts going at the, mm-hmm. at the time. And, and fortunately, um, the way that we've kind of structured how this event will flow with the city, it just so happened that it's on a day that there's nothing else going on at the RP Funding Center. Mm-hmm. So if we need to make this event larger, um, we certainly have that capacity, and it's already been discussed with the city. So Yeah, and I think that was kind of part of the reason was – you. You were able to get the RP Funding Center through the city's partnership, which gives you that platform to really focus on, oh, my gosh, you know, how do we pay for a location? And then we can't really do all the things we want to do because it's too expensive to rent all this space. So it's really given you the freedom to build the event itself rather than worry about, you know, the business side of the expenses expenses of it, which is really good because now if you can do a great event year one, I know you have all these great ideas and I'm sure that many of them will end up on the cutting room floor just because you can't get it all done in year one, but you got year two, three and beyond to to incorporate those great ideas. Yeah. And I, and I do see this as something that's going to happen year after year and every year it's just going to get better and better. I mean, Obviously, this is the first time we've tried to pull off anything of this scale. Um, you know, like she said, BizBash was kind of uh, a test subject, if you will. 
And um, I think it was executed very well and was very successful. And now it's just time to take that kind of to another level. And, mm-hmm. and I imagine, you know, when we debrief after this event, we're going to sit down and we're going to be like, OK, well, here's what we didn't know when we went into this. And this is what we can do better. And this is, you know, these are the kind of things. And that's how we're just going to continuously uh, improve the event um, year after year. So you talked about teams coming, and of course we talked about the breakout sessions, but we haven't really talked yet about sort of the trade show expo section of it. So let's talk about how a business can and should participate in that portion of this larger event. Well, I'll talk about it from the elementary version okay. of it because I don't speak that <laughs> as, as really well as Jim does. But from from the very few trade shows that I have been to, right, there's, there's, a, there's breakout sessions and then there's an exhibit hall or an expo hall. And inside of that, you have um, pipe and drape. I'm trying to paint the picture mm-hmm. for everyone. Pipe and drape and tables and, and everyone's bringing out all of the um, their trappings of their brand and the and the businesses that they have and and trying to showcase the business on a high level, like to let people know, hey, look at all of the things that we offer. And so we really want people to to look at this as a serious way to mm-hmm. showcase their business. And then as the attendees are going through, they're having a chance to connect and network with the business owners, mm-hmm. the decision makers, the people in the sales world that need to you know s- schedule calls to talk about what it is that they may want to do to, to move their business forward or advance their business into the next level. And so I think we're probably going to need to plan on a break. And then Jim can talk about it maybe in a little bit more specific way of how he sees the exhibit hall and what that's going to look like. Yeah, because you you said you travel the country doing this, and so I think from that from the perspective of the person who is paying to be there, mm-hmm. what is going to be the most valuable for you and the best bang for your buck? And um, so I think coming at it from that point of view, you're you're going to make the, you're going to come at it from the business side of like I've got to have value in this in this experience. Correct, correct. And and it's got to be, we, we, we've actually worked very, very hard as, as being an exhibitor. Uh, I've been to a lot of trade shows where it's very difficult to be an exhibitor and there's charges and there's things and we probably don't have time to start on it now, but I think after the break we can get into a little bit of that. But we've, we've actually designed even the expo hall portion to be as easy as possible for anybody that decides to exhibit. Excellent. All right, well, let's take one more break and we'll return with Chris Ann and Jim. So stick with us. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And we're finishing up today's show. Uh, Chris Ann Long and Jim Mosier are here with Central Florida Business Expo, which is going to be at the RP Funding Center on April 24th. That's a Tuesday, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. And uh, we are talking about this new event that has never been done before. Of course, leave it to the two of you to do something that's never been done before. Uh, But it's going to be amazing. And we were the last segment, Jim, you were just kind of giving us from the business, uh, the business expo attendees point of view, how you want to make this the best experience possible. So continue with telling us what you're going to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, again, we'll have the expo hall. We talked about the other activities that are going on, but the expo hall is going to be important as well. Um, And it's really designed so that any type of business that um, connects with other businesses or serves other businesses uh, has the opportunity to put themselves out there to the attendees because you are going to have um, you know, again, we've got three tracks. There are companies out there that specialize in just serving non- nonprofits. Mm-hmm. There are 
companies that that target the larger accounts, um, the corporate type track accounts. And then there are companies that service small businesses and, and offer, I mean, there's suites of companies that offer different software and services and things like that. And so what we wanted to hopefully ensure is that if you do own a, a business, no matter what size, or you are a manager in a business or whatever, if you come to this expo with a need, um, our, our, our real goal would be to have the resource there that you need. And I know we talked about resource partners earlier. Um, we have um, actually extended an offer to resource partners, uh, many of the same ones that were at BizBash, probably a few more. Just extending to throughout the county instead mm-hmm. of just a Lakeland focus. Correct. And, and so we will have all of those people at this expo as well. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're coming to uh, this and you say, you know what, my payroll in my business is getting a little out of hand and I need to find a payroll company. Well, our goal is to have mm-hmm. a couple of options there for you to choose from. Um, and, and then so I guess the, from the attendees point of view, um, it, it's really all about providing the value. Uh, I, I mean, that's at the end of the day, if we can provide the value with, with this event as a catalyst, then it's going to be a success. And if we, you know, if, if we, cause I, you know, like I said, I've told you about that experience before. I don't want people to show up and think, okay, this was just a sales pitch fest, you know, right. Um, that kind of thing. And then, um, as far as, um, that goes, we also have some sponsorship, um, opportunities. I don't know if we want to get into that. Um, sure. Okay. Um, Chris, Ann, if you want to talk about some of the sponsorships that are available, um, as far as, um, you know, what they include, I think all of the sponsorships, all of the, the major sponsorships or the named uh, sponsorships have uh, uh, the ability to expo as well as be mm-hmm. a sponsor. So, um, so yeah, Chris Ann? So we're just really, as we've talked about, it's our first time doing this. So a lot of people are having a lot of questions. And so we want to make sure people know that we have, we will take the time to answer your questions. Um, we want to make sure that you it's a good value for you and that it's something that's going to bring um, either opportunity as, as in a return on your investment or just exposure and being connected in this in the community of businesses that we have in this community, um, I think would be worth exploring. So just make sure that if you have questions after hearing this and you want to follow up, we can um, you can visit our website. Um, we are at CFLBE. Dot com and there's opportunities, calls to action for you to click a form and, and schedule some time with us. Um, but as far as the sponsorships are concerned, you know, if you want um, additional exposure and additional uh, reach as far as your involvement, you know, you're going to be just one person at the event and maybe one exhibitor if you're an exhibitor. If you want to be a sponsor, you're going to have an elevated view. People are going to know that you're involved. And I think that's going to be huge, especially for those early adopters and those people who say, I really want to be supportive of an event that's never happened before. You know, you're, you're going to be loved a lot more because you came on board and you were an early adopter and you believed in the, in the vision. So we really want to ask you to consider um, sponsorships. And what you'll get as a sponsor is also obviously brand mentions through your social media, pro- through our social media promotions and making sure that you guys are appreciated and loved for supporting the event. But also, like Jim said, you'll also get an exhibit um, booth inside of your sponsorships at certain levels. Um, and so really... You know, it's it's to me, it's like, are you going to invest in a billboard or are you going to invest in an opportunity where you have um, the opportunity to connect with other people and um, have your name um, be thrown into a conversation that is very, very focused on the, the support of small businesses at large businesses and nonprofits in the community? 
Yeah, and we estimate that the audience for this is going to be, uh, I mean, I think at a minimum, a thousand people. So um, now that we have Donald Miller and Ronnie Doss and some of these heavy hitting, um, you know, keynotes, um, we feel like we may even be able to to, mm-hmm. to raise that number. So um, the events just got to step up to that. Yeah, and I think what businesses in these categories struggle with, I mean, it's easy to market to everyone, right? Like restaurants, mm-hmm. everybody has to eat. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of a no-brainer. You just throw an ad out there and you're going to hit someone who has to eat at mm-hmm. some point. But the business-to-business marketing, I feel like, is much more difficult to do. It's, it takes a lot more effort. It's because a lot more you, nuanced. Yeah, yeah, and you just got to spend a lot more time. It's You know, you can put your ad in a specific trade magazine and that sort of thing. But but so this really gives those businesses and those nonprofits the opportunity to make the connections with humans and, and those relationships are always best, you know, and, and long lasting in terms of, you know, working together. And I don't know why, but I just now thought about that. We haven't even mentioned the networking opportunities that are going to be at this show. Well, yeah. It's, it's so it's so intuitive. You just yeah. know you're going to be in the room with other people, but yeah. we're right. going to intentionally create some space too. Yeah. We, we have we have specific areas that are going to be specifically for, um, you know, the, the people that are attending to network with each other, get to know each other and form connections and, and do all of that. I mean, that's really Chris Ann's, I mean, she's been doing that for years. So, um <clears throat> That's really her baby, but we um, also will have a dedicated uh, space for business card exchange and mm-hmm. um, some also some time set aside just specifically for networking um, to allow people to take a break from the education and from the keynotes and all of the other stuff and just really connect with other people who are there for the same reason. Yeah, the information sessions will be amazing, I'm sure, but it's also kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. if you're just like moving from session to session and you're like. Uh, information and overload and then you kind of the breakouts or the networking opportunities give you that time to digest it with other people and inter- yeah. and and sort of flesh out the interpretations and things like that so i think those are super important and then of course the business card exchange is always good <laughs> yeah i don't know we're gonna have to think think about all of the digital business cards that right. people are now exchanging so yeah Make some opportunities there as it's well. It's hard to do a good old fashioned raffle with a. Everybody <laughs> throw your cell phone in the bucket. That'll be fun. So one of the things that um, that I want Jim to talk about before we wrap up is is this is the opportunity to, as an exhibitor to to gather the leads of the people who uh, are a part of the event. This is yeah. one thing that we're really intentional about. We want there to be value for you to be here. And so that's one piece that we're making sure we, we add. Yeah. So we, we actually aren't trying to do all of this ourselves, even though it may sound like it from today's <laughs> radio show, but uh, we hired an, a company that's actually coming in to handle the event ticketing and the registration mm. so that uh, again, from the time you walk up, you're, it's going to be an easy experience. You come in, you have your, your uh, QR code that shows that you're registered. You show it to the people, they, they blip it, they print your badge. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be real, uh, streamlined way to to get into this expo and that sort of thing but what did you ask me to talk about i'm sorry (laughs) just the way that the scanning of that is going to be easily accessible to the exhibitors that's where i was going with that so the the uh the every badge is going to have a barcode so every Mm -hmm. attendee every exhibitor every show staff they will have a barcode that that has their information stored in it. And the idea behind the lead scanning is that if somebody comes to your uh, your booth, 
or your exhibit and you have um, a, a meaningful conversation, you have a connection and they agree to it, uh, you can simply use the device to scan their badge. And after the show's over, you'll get emailed a list of everybody you've scanned oh, along cool. with all of their contact information so that you can follow up with them. That is and, very cool. And I can tell you as an exhibitor, that is pure gold yeah, right there. Yeah, invaluable. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that is... I think we're going to have to do a part two. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, and that's a very good point. I know we were running out of time, and this was a great introduction for this whole entire event, and really to get the business community interested in signing up for exhibitors, exhibitor space. But we'll definitely come back before the event and do a part two to kind of get um, a briefing of everything that you've done from this point until that point, uh, and maybe talk about specific breakout sessions and things like that. But we've got to wrap it up. Jim and Chrisanne, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, plug the uh, the website one more time. Website is cflbe.com. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. And um, thanks for joining us this week. And we hope to see you again next week. All right. Thank you. <laughs>